The 2020 Stock Market Bubble in Technology Four companies investors should be thinking deeply about. Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, Microsoft. The truth is the stock market is being powered higher by a handful of high-flying technology names. According to Jim Cramer of CNBC fame, more than two-thirds of the companies that make up the S&P 500 are trading well below the February highs. I think it's clear to anyone who cares to look, we are well into a technology stock market bubble. Should any of the big tech names stumble in any way, a market-wide meltdown could develop quickly. However, to be fair, what choices do investors have today? With interest rates and bond yields approaching zero, investors have been forced into equity names in a search for yield. The truth is, even though the technology sector is already in a massive stock market bubble, momentum alone could still push prices a lot higher before reversing. Even SoftBank threw billions into high-flying technology stocks as late as July, and that might just be the point. Why is it massive companies like SoftBank can't figure out better ways to redeploy cash than blow it on WeWork or reinvest in grossly overpriced technology stocks? If it's true there are currently no other attractive sectors to rotate into due to the ongoing pandemic, what does that mean for future stock prices? In this article, I will outline why I think investors should think deeply about SoftBank Amazon Tesla and Overstock.com before putting any new money to work in the technology sector. SoftBank SoftBank has benefited greatly by being one of only a handful of companies to make up the old Japanese telecommunication oligopoly. Today, SoftBank is a massive conglomerate well known for its investments in technology. Although SoftBank has reached the pinnacle of the telecommunication business, it has been somewhat less successful in reinvesting profits into new business opportunities. SoftBank owns and operates the Vision Fund, a $100 billion investment fund used to invest in late-stage startup technology companies. I guess SoftBank looked at all the success Chinese Tencent achieved by investing early in technology startups and hoped to copy this recipe for success. Unfortunately, many of SoftBank's investments have not performed very well and in fact, their portfolio's current valuation is well below the initial investment made by SoftBank. It feels like SoftBank may be chasing stock market returns in mega-cap technology names in an attempt to offset losses accrued by the Vision Fund. Even before the pandemic took hold of the stock market, SoftBank's investments were under scrutiny by investors. It seems that after the WeWork flop and a host of other failing investments, SoftBank may have decided they don't have the ability to pick winners in this environment, so instead have decided to follow the crowd and chase mega-cap tech names. This should disturb retail investors. SoftBank has early access to companies you and I will never have a chance to touch for years, or maybe never. Yet things are apparently so bad in the worldwide economy it seems SoftBank feels it can only find opportunity chasing the same technology stock market bubble names that brand new Robinhood and Webull investors continue to chase. If its true investment teams are only seeing opportunity in mega-cap technology, then it makes me wonder. Is mega-cap tech an opportunity going forward or simply the last place of refuge before a widespread stock market reversal? Is mega-cap tech simply the last domino to fall? Will these stock market darlings fall back to earth as future earnings start to disappoint investors? Let's consider a few cases. Amazon Amazon impressed everyone with their second quarter results, 
exceeding expectations of nearly all analysts due to increasing sales during the ongoing pandemic. There's no doubt in my mind this stock will continue to grow at a rapid rate in the future. However, is Amazon's stock price too high today? Amazon is starting to see more and more online competition from big players like Walmart and Costco. Both companies are rapidly expanding their online presence in response to the pandemic. Even longtime supporters like The Motley Fool question how much competitors could cut into Amazon's online sales in the near future. In addition, Amazon's AWS division continues to see slower and slower growth due to increased competition from Microsoft and Google. The second quarter results of Amazon's AWS division fell under 30% growth for the first time. This might not sound alarming but AWS's profit margins make it Amazon's most profitable business unit, by far. On the other hand, Amazon has built its presence in grocery ever since it acquired Whole Foods in 2017. Amazon Go, in particular, seems to be an interesting investment in automation. Grocery stores operate completely autonomously with virtually no staff required on the grocery floor. Licensing of such technology in the future could be a very big source of revenue for Amazon unless of course, other massive competitors like Walmart and Costco can dream up their own way to speed up and simplify the shopping process for customers. It's also possible that the last couple of pandemic quarters were a blowout for Amazon. With people becoming accustomed to pandemic conditions and governments reluctant to lock down again, Amazon could see customers going back, at least partially, to brick-and-mortar shopping. Only a few months ago, people were scared to leave their homes. Today, I see restaurants and shops of all kinds, filled with people. We won't know for another quarter or two how much spending has moved away from Amazon and back into the wider economy but it would be naive to assume Amazon will keep up the same pace of sales growth it experienced during the worst weeks of the pandemic. Many Amazon investors may decide to hope for the best. Honestly, I can understand the urge to stay fully invested. After all, Amazon has been a major beneficiary of the pandemic. If investors believe there will be further shutdowns or sheltering in place, Amazon may again find itself overwhelmed with business. However, I don't think we should expect any more widespread government-mandated shutdowns. I think governments have lost their nerve for unlimited spending over an unknown period of time. If that's the case, Amazon's current price is far too high. In major market pullbacks of the past, Amazon has easily given up 25% of its value, and a whole lot more in past stock market bubbles like 2000. I don't see why that won't be the case again in the near future particularly since the price of Amazon has been bid up so sharply in this latest rally from March lows. As mentioned above, I think there's a case for investors to argue Amazon could continue to benefit from a protracted pandemic. But what about the technology companies out there that cannot possibly be benefiting from the pandemic? What about companies not currently part of the S&P, therefore not benefiting from index buying? What explains Tesla's even more spectacular rise? Tesla the pandemic shut down Tesla's most productive factory during Nevada's pandemic shutdown. If all goes well for the rest of the year, Tesla will hopefully deliver a little over 500,000 cars by the end of 2020. That's only 25% more cars than Ford produced in only the second quarter of 2020. Don't get me wrong. Tesla is without a doubt a long-term game-changer and the first company to put a quality F product in the market by many years. Yes, 
It's a car company but it's also so much more. It's a power storage company and a solar energy company. Someday it may even be an autonomous taxi company, but is it worth more than Walmart? Not even close. Yet, the stock price continues to relentlessly rise. Up 126% in only 6 months on absolutely no significant news, unless you think a stock split creates value. It looks like this stock is headed for an epic correction should the stock market bubble and technology name suddenly burst. Could Tesla rise to $3,000 a share in the near term? Sure, why not, but I wouldn't be shocked to see it sink back to $500 a share either. Elon Musk himself declared the stock overvalued way back at under $800 a share. Tesla now trades over $2,000 a share. Some investors are chasing a long-term growth story. Some speculators are riding the momentum. Either way, shares have been bid up far beyond a reasonable valuation. Tesla 2019, a futuristic EV company Tesla 2020, a ticking time bomb medium.com. When will investors come to their senses and stop chasing this stock higher? Based on relatively recent investments by SoftBank, it may not be for a while. As Alan Milne Lees commented in a previous article, I certainly wouldn't short Tesla stock, the 2007-8 meltdown showed how long unsustainable prices can hold before finally collapsing. But I certainly wouldn't invest in Tesla either, because, yes indeed, it's not a car company. Tesla is a hyped company akin to Uber etc. There's no financial model in the world that can justify the current share price or anything close to it. Again, I think it's hard to argue with the long-term prospects of this company. However, if investors think Tesla can currently justify anything close to $2,000 per share, I think they're in for a rude awakening. Expect this stock to trade sub $1,000 when the market finally corrects. Yet, if you think Tesla's stock price is overvalued, I guess you haven't seen Overstock.com's insane run-up in price. Overstock.com looks like textbook stock market bubble price action. Overstock.com Overstock.com stock price has risen over 1,200% in only 6 months. Currently, this stock trades at over $120 per share after trading as low as $2.53 per share at the height of the pandemic sell-off an increase of 4,500%. Why? It's simple, Overstock.com sells bed, bath, rugs, and furniture online. According to analyst Peter Keith from Piper Sandler, home furnishing industry growth should continue for the next five years as people work more from home. According to Keith, the market for home furnishings should grow exponentially. Yes, Peter, I've been thinking about buying a new bed and sofa as well as renovating the bathroom, because I'm working from home. When this classic stock market bubble case bursts, it will be difficult to feel sorry for investors who fell for this story. The truth is, the recent quarter of admittedly surprising profitability is almost certainly temporary. This isn't the first time we've seen irrational exuberance in this ticker symbol. In 2005 and again in 2018, we've seen this stock go parabolic, only to crash back well under $30 per share. In this latest 2020 run-up, Overstock.com is now a full 30% higher than its last blow-off top in 2018. To maintain anything close to its current share price, investors must believe everyone working part-time from home will continue working from home for years, and will decide to upgrade all of their home furnishings, 
and buy them online rather than from a brick-and-mortar competitor. Barring a miracle of biblical proportions, this stock is ultimately headed back under $30 per share, again. Final thoughts. Can technology stock prices go higher from here? Yes, I think they definitely can. There are enough gullible and greedy people out there to keep the party going. But let me ask you a question, if you were being paid by someone to give them professional investment advice, would you suggest they invest new money at this point in the market cycle? The truth is the worldwide economy is not doing well. We have crop failures due to flooding in China. We have crop and crop storage damage due to storms in North America. The two largest economies in the world are still fighting an ongoing trade war. We have a growing body of information from the scientific community indicating a quick and perfect cure to this pandemic is looking more and more unlikely. We have a US presidential election coming up that looks more and more like it will be contested. There are now significant questions surrounding rent relief and more stimulus checks. Two-thirds of the companies that make up the S&P 500 continue to trade well below the February highs. The list of economic problems simply continues to grow. There are more than enough warning signs out there. I think investors should by now, be extremely concerned and cautious. However, I also understand the confusion. For every argument why the technology stock market bubble must burst, there's an alternative theory why we aren't really in a bubble and prices can go higher, maybe forever. Ultimately, individual investors will have to answer for themselves whether they believe technology names are still an opportunity going forward or simply the last place of refuge before a widespread stock market reversal. But I would caution investors not to wait too long to make up their mind. If I'm right and technology is in the middle of a stock market bubble, it's worth remembering, all bubbles eventually come to an end, and like a tsunami, the reversal can come suddenly, with little warning. If this article was helpful for you, please pass it on to someone you care about. Disclosure, I hold approximately 98% cash as I publish this article. Please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions.